What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast. I'm your host, Justin Roman. And guys, today, um, it's time to do uh, these picks for week number 15. But first of all, I hope you guys are having a wonderful week. Um, for me, uh, my week has been crazy. Um, you know, um, you know, uh, that's all I gotta say about that. You know, um, but guys, let's talk about last uh, last week. Uh, there was a lot of crazy football being played. The Houston Texans almost beat those damn Cowboys. Oh my God! I thought, I thought we were all gonna witness an upset. I thought the Texans were going to win that game. You know, um, but, you know, the Houston Texans lost. You know, uh, the Carolina Panthers beat the Seahawks. You know, the Denver Broncos almost beat the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, um, so, yeah. Okay. All right, guys. But anyways, guys, um, it's time for let's do uh it's time uh to do uh these picks for week number 15. Guys, can you believe it? There is literally 3 weeks uh left of the season. And then the NFL season is over with and then we got the playoffs. So yeah, the NFL season has gone really fast. Um but anyways, guys, uh Let's uh, let's do these picks for week number fifteen. We got the we got a NFC uh, West divisional uh, matchup. We got the San Francisco 49ers who are coming off a dominating win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know Brock Purdy, who didn't do much against this Buccaneers defense, but it doesn't matter. At the end of the day. This kid, he prevailed, you know, and he beat Tom Brady 35 to 7. You know, that's why this that that's why this team is one of the best teams in the NFC. The 49ers have one of the best defenses in the league. You know. They're not they're they're not they're all, this team is only allowing uh, less than 10 points per game, which is amazing. Their offense is very, you know, their offense is all around is, is talented. You got Christian McCaffrey, you know, you got a great receiving core. You got one of the best tight ends in George Kittle. Now, we don't know about Debo Samuel. I'm hearing that he's going to, he, I'm hearing that Debo Samuel should be, uh, he should be ready to go for the 49ers right before playoff time starts. So that's, that's a great, you know, that's a, that's a perfect time for the 49ers. But they're going to be going on the road, playing the Seattle Seahawks. You know, um, this is going to be a, this is going to be a, this is going to be a tough matchup for Seattle. You know, um, obviously the Seahawks are trying to fight uh, for their playoff hopes and trying to stay alive, you know, and try to clinch a playoff spot in the NFC. Um, but I'm going to have to go with the 49ers just because they're just the better team, you know. And I wasn't very impressed on how Geno Smith and the Seahawks offense looked, uh, looked last week. You know, um, like if, you, if you're going to struggle against the Carolina Panthers, what makes you think you're going to, uh, 
What makes you even think that you're going to try to do that against a better defense in the 49ers? You know, um, this is going to, I think, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not saying this could be a one-sided affair just like last week, you know, because I, I honestly do think the Seahawks have the talent to score points on this defense. I mean, you got two premier wide, you got two, you got two talented wide receivers in DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Hopefully, Kenneth Walker can play. You know, we don't know if he's, you know, there hasn't been any word on if he's going to play or not. You know, um, and Seattle's defense has looked very good. Their secondary is very good, you know, but this is going to be a big challenge for this 49ers defense and offense. You know, because they're going up against a very good team and a possible Super Bowl contender. Give me the 49ers, but you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say it's gonna be a blowout. I think the Seahawks do keep it close, but at the end, I think the 49ers will prevail once again, and I think they win this game and go 10 and four and somehow win the division. So I'm gonna go with the 49ers. All right, guys, let's head to Cleveland. We got the Browns. The Browns are coming off a loss to the Cincinnati Bengals. They're going to be at home playing the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are coming off a win against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I don't really know what to say about the Ravens right now. You know, even though they won, you know, they didn't they didn't look all that too impressive. You know, the Steelers had, you know, if it wasn't for Kenny Pickett going out, I think the Steelers could have uh, won the game at the end. You know, um, but the Ravens won, you know, but I think the Browns, you know, the Browns, you know, I feel like right now, the, even though the Browns have a losing record, you know, I feel like they're going to be the better team going into this game. You know, Deshaun Watson, I expect him to have a, I expect him to, uh, I expect Deshaun Watson to find ways to go down the field and score points on this Ravens defense. Now, um, but it's going to be close, but I'm going to edge it out the Browns. You know, I just don't have confidence in this Ravens offense. You know, like, like I said, like I said before, the Ravens literally were trying to find, you know, the Ravens were so close to losing last week to the Steelers. You know, if it wasn't for Kenny Pickett going out, the Ravens could the Ravens would have lost. You know, but I think the Browns win this game. But I think I do think it's close, just because I love I do love Baltimore's defense. You know, um, but you know, but at the end of the day, you, you need you need to score points. You know, and for the past two weeks, the Ravens have not shown me that they can put up points. You know, even if even with Lamar Jackson under center. This Ravens offense, for some reason, they can't score points. And whenever they do lead a game, they can't hold that lead. They blow it. They blow it. Like, this offense, you know, ever since the season started, they can't, for some reason, they can't contain their own lead. And they break it, you know, and they end up losing games. You know, I'm going to go with the Browns here, but I think it's a close game. Give me the Browns, though. 
Alright guys, let's head to Buffalo, New York. We got the Bills who are coming off a win against the New York Jets. The Bills are gonna be at home. They're gonna be they're gonna be playing the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins are gonna be coming off a loss to the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, I really this is gonna be an interesting game because I hear what every Bills fan is telling me. You know, like, Justin, we didn't lose because, you know, it's hard to play in Miami. You know, obviously, with the weather and stuff, it doesn't matter. I'm not trying to hear those comments. I hear I hear what every Bills fan is telling me, you know. But at the end of the day, the Bills lost, you know. You can say, it's, you can say it was because of the weather. You can say... It's, you know, you can say that you beat yourselves, but at the end of the day, you lost, you know? So I don't really, you know, I'm not trying to hear that. You know, do I still think the Bills are the best team in the NFL? Yeah, you know? Now, do I think they're a threat? No, because the Bills, they have not looked that good in games you know and if the bills somehow lose another player on offense they're they're gonna end up getting eliminated you know this dolphins team and you can say whatever you want you can say that two is not that good of a quarterback you, you can say that he's an average quarterback guys Tua tongue of viola is in the mvp conversation He's in the MVP conversation with Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. So he he can't be just an average quarterback when he's literally when this guy is putting up this guy he's putting up numbers. You want to know Tua Tagovailoa's touchdown and interception ratio? It's 29 and 6. That's MVP numbers. Those are MVP caliber quarterback type numbers. 29 touchdowns and only six interceptions. Those are MVP, those are MVP quarterback type numbers. You know? And I understand the Dolphins got Tyreek Hill. And I understand they got Jalen Waddle. But who, who has the ball at the end of the who who snaps the ball? It's not Tyreek Hill, it's it's two a ton of Viola. You know, I told you all. I told. What did I tell you all? In the what did I tell you all going into the offseason? Once the trade was done between the Dolphins and the Chiefs, I said this offense is going to be unstoppable. And look, they're eight and five. The Bills are not far. they the, the. This division is far from being over. The Dolphins can still get back into the fight with the uh, with the Buffalo Bills. The Dolphins can get back into the fight with the Bills. You know? But it is going to be in Buffalo. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think this is going to be a much I think this is going to be a much more closer game than people expect. Look at the last time I picked the Bills, the Bills lost. The Bills lost. I don't, I don't know, 
because I have a feeling the Dolphins might go into this game and start swinging at the Bills early. I think the Dolphins, I can see the Dolphins taking an early lead in this game, you know, but I have a feeling uh, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills figure out a way. They figure out how to uh, stop this offense, you know, because we all know how good the Bills defense can really, uh, could really be, even without Von Miller. So I think the Bills, uh, I think the Bills, I think that I can see, but I'm gonna go with Buffalo. I can see them uh, stealing a win in this game, but I'm not confident because if the Bill, it's not gonna be easy, especially with no Von Miller. So I think what the Bills are gonna have to do, you know. They're gonna have to contain. They're gonna have to contain Tua. They're gonna have to make sure that he doesn't go anywhere with the football. Make sure that he's stuck in the pocket, and make sure that he can't find Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. That's gonna be the biggest test for this Bills defense. You know, because if they don't stop, if they somehow cannot find Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle, it is going to be a long day for the Bills going into this game. Point blank period. You know, but I do believe in Josh Allen. You know, I do believe this guy has a Super Bowl. T- I I believe this th- I believe this guy has the capabilities of what you want in a quarterback. You know? So I think that's why the Bills win this game. Because they have Josh Allen. You know? But this will be a close game. But I'll edge it out with Buffalo. Alright guys, let's head to Houston. We got the Texans. They're going to be at home. They're going to be uh, playing the Kansas City Chiefs. The Texans, like I said, they're coming off a loss to the Dallas Cowboys. The Chiefs, they're coming off a win over the Denver Broncos. And there's really nothing to talk about here. I'm taking the Chiefs. The Chiefs, they're the better team. You know, the Texans. You know, look at look it. If I'm the Texans, I'm just going to lose out, you know, lose all my games. Try to, you know, make sure that make sure that I can uh, get that top draft pick, you know, and, you know, and find, find the answers to what this team needs. Obviously, this team needs a quarterback. You know, I don't think Davis Mills is the answer. You know, um, I think you have a running back. I, I love Damian Pierce. Now, I think Damian Pierce is your future. I think he's your future uh, running back. You know, um, you got the Texans got some good receivers. You know, the secondary is still young. I I, I do love Ster- I do I do love this kid, Derek Stingley Jr. You now I do believe this kid has a shot at at still being one one of the best young uh, defensive backs in the league. You know, so you know, but yeah, I I believe in Lovey Smith. You know. Like this is this guy. He this is not new to him. You know this, this guy. He's been in the league for a long time. You know he knows how everything works. You know so. You know and you know what's so crazy? Lovey Smith. He was the head coach of a team. That. Oh uh, what you know this team was once called. You know. Uh, I forgot what. 
Well, Lovey Smith, he, I forgot, I forgot what the Chicago Bears were called back then, you know, but this guy, he did coach for a team that was, he did uh, turn a team that was irrelevant into a Super Bowl champion in the Chicago Bears. So maybe this is a, maybe this is a similar story to that. You know, the Houston Texans right now, they're, they're right, they're, in a, they're a bad team. They're not irrelevant anymore. Maybe Lovey Smith, maybe he put some magic in the in this uh, Houston Texans team. And maybe the Texans have a maybe they do have a head coach. You know? I mean guys, the Texans haven't been in the postseason like what? In the in the past four or five years. You know, so you know, but I do believe I do believe this team will get it right, you know, but I'm gonna take the Chiefs to win this game. All right, guys, let's head to Los Angeles. We got the Chargers. They're going to be, the Chargers are coming off a loss to the Miami Dolphins. They're going to be at home playing the Tennessee Titans. The Titans coming off a loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I was shocked. I did not expect the Jaguars to beat the Titans like that. Now, now I would admit, I, will admit, I would admit, I didn't expect Trevor Lawrence to play. because I thought he was going to be out for that game. You know? But I look at this game, and this could go either way because both teams have, you know, both teams have, you know, there's some areas on both of these teams that, you know, that could, you know, affect the other opponent. You know, I mean, the Titans have their Kenny, you know, and you know, the Chargers, their defense. Right now is one one of the worst at stopping the run, you know. But it didn't look like that last week, you know. But I just look at this game, you know, and I just feel like how like I don't I don't know, you know. I don't know. I you know now I I love what I'm saying from Traylon Burks. You know, but you know, I Ryan Tannehill in this offense has not. They haven't looked explosive, you know, as they were looking for the past uh, four or five weeks. You know, I haven't seen a lot. Of, I haven't seen a lot from Derrick Henry. Um, you know what? Yeah, I I'm gonna edge it out the Chargers. I think the Chargers steal another win over. I think the Chargers get another win this week. You know. I think that win over the Miami Dolphins, I think that was a huge win for them, you know, and, uh, you know, I think the Chargers, I think they uh, win this game at home and go eight and six and get back into the playoff picture in the AFC conference. Give me the Chargers, but this could be a close game. All right, guys, let's head to Las Vegas. We got the Raiders. They're going to be playing the New England Patriots. The Raiders are coming off a loss to the Los Angeles Rams. The Patriots are coming off a win over the Arizona Cardinals. As much as I would love to pick the Raiders, I'm not picking the Raiders. I picked the Raiders last time. I picked the Raiders to beat the Rams. And they lost to Baker Mayfield, who literally just who literally just got picked up from this team off of waivers. And Baker Mayfield, who literally just was literally getting used to this offense, literally 
getting used to the entire playbook. He beat you. He beat you in 20 seconds. There is no way I'm picking the Raiders to win this game, especially when you lose to a team that was literally that was going three and nine in that game when 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 the Raiders were playing the Rams. You the Raiders lost to a Rams team that had a bummy offensive line, a bad defense, no receivers, and you lost to a guy in Baker Mayfield. And I'm not saying Baker Mayfield's a scrub. We all know how good Baker Mayfield is as a quarterback. You know, but Baker Mayfield literally just got to the Rams and he beat you in 20 seconds. All you had to do was defend and make good defensive plays. And you couldn't even do that. I'm taking the Patriots to win this game. The Patriots offense, you know, it looks like it's, it looks better than it, has looked, than it has looked in the beginning of the season. You know, I love the Patriots defense. You know, and look, I'm not, I'm not saying the Raiders stink because of Devontae Adams. It's, this is all happening because of Josh McDaniels. He's the head coach. You know, he calls the shots on this team. I'm taking the Patriots to win this game to go 8-6. and six. I'm sorry, but I thought the Raiders were going... I thought I, thought I was going to see the Raiders team that was winning these type of games. I thought I, thought I was going to see the Raiders team that was going to beat the Seattle Seahawks in overtime. You know, I haven't... You know, I didn't see that. You know? I'm taking the Patriots, you know, give me the Patriots to win this game. But now if you're going to ask me, do I think the Raiders can win this game? Absolutely. Because I do think the Raiders are the better team, but they didn't show that against the Rams. What makes you think I'm going to pick the Raiders to beat the Patriots when the Raiders lost to a team that was three and nine at the point and you lost to Baker Mayfield. Like I said, Baker Mayfield's on a scrub. But you lost to Baker Mayfield, who literally just got picked up off of waivers, and he came in to this game fresh and beat you. That's not good. I'm taking the Patriots. Okay, guys, let's head to Minnesota. We got the Vikings. They're going to be at home. The Vikings are coming off a loss to the, uh, the uh, they're going to be coming off a loss to the Lions. They're going to be at home hosting the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts are coming off a devastating loss to the Dallas Cowboys. The Colts are also coming off a bye week. Um, yeah, even even with the bye week, I'm still going to take the Vikings. You know, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I just can't. The Vikings, they're, they're the better team overall. You know, they're going to be at home, you know. I just don't know how the Colts could win this game. Now, hey, maybe, now, look, maybe I'm overlooking this team, you know? Because the Colts, they did look pretty good against the Dallas Cowboys for three quarters, you know? But until the fourth quarter hit, it turned into doomsday. Everything was, everything was chaos. The, The Dallas Cowboys put 54 points. That, they put 54 points. The, like that final score, 
score you would see in college football. This isn't college football. This is NFL. This is this, this is the pros. And you literally you got demolished in the fourth quarter. I was rooting for the Colts to win that game. I was rooting for the Colts to win that game. Because I hate the Cowboys. I can't, I can't stand them. And everything just turned into nothing. I'm taking the Vikings. They're gonna win this game. There's no question. Give me the, uh, give me the Vikings. But you know, maybe the Colts do make it close. Maybe the Colts do make it close. I mean, the Colts they were playing. T- they they were playing another team in the Philadelphia Eagles. They kept it close. They were doing. They were doing. Even though they got destroyed by the Cowboys, they were looking good. So maybe maybe it's one maybe maybe this is one of maybe this is another one of those maybe this is one of those games again where a lot of people are gonna, a lot of people are gonna be overlooking the uh, Colts once again against another good team. Maybe the Colts make it a close game. Not the one that not the one that we saw against the Cowboys. The one that we saw against the Eagles, maybe. You know. But I'm going to go with the Vikings to win this game. Give me Minnesota. All right, guys. Let's head to Carolina. We got the Panthers. They're going to be at home. They're going to be playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, even though that I do believe the Steelers uh, could win this game, there's no Kenny Pickett. I'm going to take the Panthers to edge out the Steelers in this one. You know, I can't. you can't trust Mitchell Trubisky, especially when you literally – had so many opportunities to beat the Baltimore Ravens and you couldn't even get one shot at scoring. I'm going to take the Panthers. I looked how, I, I was very impressed on how they looked on both sides of the ball. You know, Sam Darnold didn't make any mistakes. You know, the defense looked uh, really good. You know, now I do think this is a close game because I do love the Steelers defense as well. You know, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you need to score points in this league. You know, we are in we are in an offensive league now. Now in today's game, you know, you need to have, you know, great quarterback play. And I didn't see that from the Steelers last week. I'm gonna take the Panthers to win this game and go six and eight, and stay and fight for the uh, NFC South divisional crown because the Buccaneers. You know, the Buccaneers, if they lose this week, which I'm expecting, the Panthers could have a shot or the Falcons have a shot at winning this division, at at fighting the Buccaneers for this division. But I'm going to go with the Panthers to win this game. All right, guys, let's head to Jacksonville. We got the Jaguars. They're going to be at home. The Jaguars are coming off a win against the Tennessee uh, Tennessee Titans. They're going to be hosting. <clears throat> they're going to be playing the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are coming off a close win over the Houston Texans. I don't like this game, you know, because actually, no, I, you know, you know, I would be a fool to say the Jaguars would beat the Cowboys. And, you know, and Duval. You know, I would be stupid to say that, you know, because I'm not trying to get my pick wrong, you know, but the Jacksonville Jaguars, they did play the Philadelphia Eagles, 
and the Jaguars, they were very good against the Eagles. The Jacksonville Jaguars did beat the Tennessee Titans. I didn't expect them to beat the Titans. And the Dallas Cowboys were horrible against a much worse team, uh, against a much, against a team that is way worse than the Jacksonville Jaguars. I have a feeling in my gut that the Jaguars can upset the Dallas Cowboys going into this game. You know, the Cowboys did not look good in every in each and every quarter. In all four of those quarters against the Texans, it was nothing but Texans. The Texans were they ruled that game. You know, until the very last one, they tried to go for it and they failed to score a touchdown. This is not the same. This is not the Texans. This is the, this is a Jacksonville Jaguars team who will be going up against a team. They're going to be going the ja the Jaguars. Uh, the uh, the Cowboys. They are going to be going up against a guy that they're very familiar with, and that's Doug freaking Peterson. Who has, who, Doug Peterson, he has had some success against this Cowboys team. You know, obviously with Doug Peterson, obviously with Doug Peterson, you know, in his days in Philadelphia, he knows this team better than anyone, you know. I mean, hell, when the Philadelphia Eagles were very good at the time, who were the only two teams, Doug Peterson, who were the only, who was the only team Doug Peterson had to go up against in the NFC East? It was the Dallas Cowboys. And I do love, I do believe in Trevor Lawrence. I think this kid is going to be a great quarterback, you know? So, I look at this game, and just seeing how the, the Cowboys looked, I think I'm confident enough to say the Jaguars could pull off a win here. And I think they will. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm taking the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm taking the Jaguars in an upset. Screw it. I'm taking the Jaguars. I'm taking the Jaguars. I don't care if the Cowboys are 10-3. It doesn't matter. The Jacksonville Jaguars, I've, I, I, feel like, I feel like they will win this game because they have a guy in Doug Peterson who clearly has been doing a great job despite their losing record. Despite their record, I understand they're 5-8, but they just beat the Tennessee Titans. They just beat the Tennessee Titans. Who not, like, I didn't, I didn't expect the Jaguars to win that game. You know, I think the Jaguars will win this game because, for one, it's going to be at home. And Dak Prescott has not looked, Dak Prescott has not been playing great football. Even in the games the Cowboys have been so dominant, dominant in, Dak Prescott has looked. At, he has looked like a shell of himself in each and every one of those games. I mean, you literally, you literally almost lost to a team that's going to get the number one draft pick in the next in, in next year's draft. What makes you think I'm gonna pick you? To, what makes you think you're gonna beat the Jaguars, who literally beat the Titans? Who literally almost beat the Philadelphia Eagles. 
I'm taking the Jacksonville Jaguars in an upset. Now, it's not going to be easy because the Cowboys do have one of the best defenses in the league. They do got a, they do have a guy named Micah Parsons in the backfield. They do got a they, they do got a defensive back named Trayvon Diggs in the backfield. They do got a man they got a they do got a two-headed monster and a running back duo in Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. They do got some pieces. They do got CD Lamb. They do got Michael Gallup, but Dak Prescott's the one holding with the football. And this guy has not looked impressive at all whatsoever. And don't get me wrong, I love Dak Prescott. Don't get me wrong. I was the one that said that I was the one that literally said I didn't want this guy staying in Dallas. Because I know how much of a talented guy quarterback he is. But no, now look at him. He has struggled. He's not playing at he's not playing at his fullest potential. You know? I'm gonna take the Jaguars in the upset, but this will be a close game. Jaguars, please win this game. I'm counting on you. I would love it. I would love to see the Cowboys fall in this game and suck and cry. Jacksonville, I'm going with you this week. Don't let me down. I'm gonna take the Jaguars. All right, guys, let's head to uh, MetLife Stadium. We got the New York Jets. They're going to be coming off a loss to the Buffalo Bills. And they're going to be playing the Detroit Lions. The Lions are coming off a big win over the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, my God, we got a game. We got a game. You know, this is going to be a fun game to watch. We got the, we got a very talented Jets offense going up against a Lions defense that is reeling in the right direction, you know, and we got a Vikings defense that that's reeling downward. The Vikings defense has not looked great, and they're going up against one of the top scoring offenses in the league. Now, I don't know what uh, Robert Silas plan is uh, for this week. Going, you know, obviously for the quarterback uh, situation. No one knows what's going to happen. We don't know. We don't know if the Jets are going to consider bringing Zach Wilson back under center or if they're going to stay with Mike White. Um, but it doesn't really matter. Um, because we all know I'm taking the I'm taking the Lions. I'm sorry. I'm taking the Lions. I just don't. The Jets, for the past two weeks, they have not looked good. Now, I will say this, though. The Jets... Oh, wait. Oh, wait, no. I, I will say this, though. The Jets' defense is very good. I love this Jets' defense. <clears throat> Excuse me. I love this Jets' defense. You know, the Jets have a really good defense. So this could be a very interesting matchup to see. You know, it's going to be a very interesting matchup to see how the, how the Jets and the Lions are going to go at each other on both sides of the ball. You know, I'm very interested in seeing how the Jets uh, second. Uh, I'm very interested in seeing how the Lions uh, receiving core is going to deal with this secondary that really... <laughs> The Jets 
secondary is actually it's really good. I mean, Ahmad Sox Gardner, this kid, he's been balling out this season. You know, like the Jets have a lot of great defensive pieces in the secondary. You know, so this this could be a much closer game than people expect. But I'm gonna take the Lions just because I feel like their offense is ticking a little bit more than than the Jets. You know, um, Mike White has not looked perfect, and I understand. I said like this guy doesn't have to be perfect because you, you know you you can't you don't have to you don't have to play at a high level because you got that defense. You know, you got a strong running game. Your offensive line looks it, it's looked the best than it's <laughs> you got you know the Jets offensive line looks it looks better than it has looked in years you know it looks this is the best offensive line I've seen and <laughs> this is the best Jets offensive line I've seen ever since you know the Mark Sanchez period uh, Mark Sanchez era where the Jets were uh, playing under Rick Ryan you know so I just feel like this could be an interest. This could be a close game, but I think the I think the Lions' offense finds a way. Maybe this goes down to the wire. Maybe the Lions go and kick a game winning field goal. You know, but this is gonna be a fun game to watch. But I'm gonna edge it out. I'm gonna edge it out the Lions to win this game and go seven and seven and. Inch closer in the uh, NFC playoff picture, so give me the Lions to win this game. I'm gonna go with the Lions. All right, guys, let's head to New Orleans. We got the New Orleans. We got the Saints who are coming off a loss over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Saints, they're gonna be uh, at home. They're gonna be playing the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are coming off a bye week. Um, I just. You know what? Even though this could be a, even though the Saints could win this game, I'm gonna, you know the Falcons are coming off a of bye week. They're gonna be fully healthy. They're gonna be, you know, obviously the Falcons are the Falcons are mathematically still alive in the playoff hunt. I'm gonna take the Falcons to win this game and eliminate the Saints from the playoff picture. I'm gonna take the Falcons. You know, I just, I just, you know, the Saints offense. The Saints offense was really good. Don't get me wrong. It was really good against the Buccaneers. But once it hit the fourth, well, the second half, the Saints offense, you know, it was it was it was terrible. You know, the Saints literally blew a 16-point lead over the over a Buccaneers offense that literally that, that literally can't score points. You know, and don't get me wrong, I do. Lo- I still believe the Buccaneers have a great defense, you know, even though it hasn't shown that. You know, but I'm going to take the Falcons to win this game. You know, they're going to be fully healthy. Now, Marcus Mariota is not playing. It's been reported by Arthur Smith and the, fr- and, uh, the coaching staff that uh, rookie quarterback Desmond Ritter will be making his... Uh, He's gonna be he's gonna be making his rookie debut. So maybe the Saints have a maybe the Saints defense can save the maybe the Saints defense can save this uh can save their season, you know. <clears throat> but overall I just feel like the Falcons are the better team, you know. They're gonna be fully healthy going in, they're gonna be healthy 
going into this game, obviously because of the bye. But I'm going to take the Falcons to win this game. You know, give me Atlanta to beat the Saints. All right, guys, uh, let's head to Denver. We got the Broncos who are coming off a loss over, they're coming off a loss to the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to be playing the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals are also coming off a loss to the New England Patriots. This game's going to be boring. It's going to be, the, this is a crappy game, you know, um, but I'm going to edge it out with the Broncos, you know, but the Cardinals, they're, they're not that good, you know, Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury, he's going to get fired, you know, um, the Broncos, even though they lost, you know, at least, you know, they put more points up than the Cardinals did. You know, and there's going to be no Kyler Murray for the Cardinals going into this game. You know, but even the Broncos to win this game, you know, but it could go either way. But it doesn't really matter because both teams stink. So, but I'm going to go with the Broncos to win this game. All right, guys, let's head to Chicago, to Soldier Field. We got the Bears. They're going to be at home. The Bears are coming off a of bye week. They're going to be playing the Philadelphia goddamn Eagles, and I'm taking the Eagles. The Bears, you know, this is another team that's going to get a, this is another team that's going to get a top draft pick in, in uh, the next year's draft. Um, but yeah, there's no way the Bears are going to win this game. The Eagles, they're just a, they're a totally way better team, you know. This is going to be, it's going to be a, it's going to be a bloodbath. You know, and I can tell you that because my Giants went through that last week. You know, I'm going to go with the Eagles. You know, Jalen Hurts, this guy, he's having a phenomenal season. A.J. Brown, he, you know, this guy, he's just he's just a very talented wide receiver. You know, Devontae Smith, great receiver. You know, the defense, it's talented. There's really nothing to say about this game. Give me the Eagles to beat the Bears. All right, guys, let's head to Tampa Bay. We got the Buccaneers. They're going to be at home. They're going to be playing the Cincinnati Bengals. This is going to be a fun game to watch. Um, but I'm going to take the Bengals to win this game. You know, Cincinnati, they, they have looked very good in the past two to three weeks. You know, getting that win over the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, if you can get a win over Patrick Mahomes, then you're definitely going to get a win over Tom Brady. You, you, you know, Joe Burrow's going to beat, he just beat the little goat, and now he's going to beat the bigger goat in Tom Brady. And here's why. Top, you know, this offense, it's, it's just not, it's not good enough. You know, the Bengals got a great defense. Their offensive line looks a whole lot better than it has looked uh, ever since the season started. You know, Jamar Chase, is, Jamar Chase is back. You know, that obviously gives this receiving core a lot more, uh, a bigger boost going into this game. But give me the Bengals to win this game. The Buccaneers, they're just not that good of a team. And it shows last week why that is. I mean, the Buccaneers got, they got demolished by the 49ers. I don't now I'm not gonna say the Bengals, I'm not gonna say that's gonna happen with the Bengals. Uh, but the Bengals are the better team, but I do think the Buccaneers keep it. I do, I do see the Buccaneers 
I can see Tampa Bay keeping it close, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bengals to win this game. Alright guys, we got okay guys, we got Sunday night football. We got my New York Giants. They're gonna be they're gonna be going on the road playing the Washington Commanders. A lot there's gonna be a lot on the line for both of these teams. You know, obviously both of these teams are trying to fight for that number seven spot. You know, or both you know, it doesn't really matter. You know, um, obviously both teams are trying to stay, uh, both teams are trying to make the playoffs. You know, the Giants are 7-5-1. They're coming off a devastating loss to the freaking Philadelphia Eagles. The Commanders are also 7-5-1. They're coming off a bye week. Um, this is going to be a tough game for both teams because this could go either way. You know, now the Giants... They should be getting some of their pieces back, hopefully. Hopefully, we can get Leonard Williams back because we need him. You know, if we don't have Leonard Williams, it is not going to be a fun day for Giants fans. You know, now there has been some talk that the Giants could be getting Xavier McKinney back for this game. You know, hopefully. Um, but I look at this game and... I was watching the Giants game, and it really comes to show. And I hear what you know. I hear what you guys. I hear what you guys say say all the time. You know, you guys always ask me, Justin, why do you? Why are you always standing up for Daniel Jones? And I look at. I hear what you guys are saying. You know, I hear what you guys are saying. I know what you, you know, like, you guys always tell me, oh, he doesn't have, he doesn't have the qualities of what quarterbacks nowadays have. You know, he can't, he's not mobile in the pocket, he, he can't throw the ball pretty, he can't throw the ball pretty well. I, and look at, I understand that, but how are you going to say that about a guy who literally, for, you know, in the last four years, was given nothing but a great running back and a great tight end. He not, you know, this guy, he doesn't have receivers, you know, and he, he was, he was put in a difficult uh, position, you know, like I'm, you know, like you could give me, you know, like I said this before and I'm going to say it again, you can give me any quarterback, you can give me Tom Brady, you can give me Aaron Rodgers, as much as, as much of, of great quarterbacks those two are, those two would not survive, you know, with this New York Giants team because the Giants don't have receivers. And if you don't have talent around you, what makes you, like, how are you going to be, like, how are you going to know if you're great or not, you know? Daniel Jones doesn't have a, he doesn't have a number one receiver. People are talking down on Daniel Jones because, for one, people don't like the Giants and people don't like Daniel Jones, you know, because people, including the critics and the haters, they don't want to accept the fact, you know, that this kid is better than what those, what those like I said, what those haters think. You know, Daniel Jones is better than what, what people thought he was going to be, you know. 
He doesn't have receivers. And the offensive line is still getting better. Evan Neal will get better one day. You know, he's a rookie. He's going to struggle. You know? And then most of you guys are telling me, Justin, like, why would you want to keep a guy that clearly can't take care of the football? What do you mean? Has anyone seen his turnover? Uh, like, he hasn't... Daniel Jones has not turned the ball over that much. He has proved on that. You know? He just doesn't have talent around him besides Saquon Barkley and Darius Slayton. He had a guy in Kenny Galladay, but Kenny Galladay decides not to care about the team but care for the money instead. Look, I hear I hear what everyone's I hear what everyone's saying. But there's there's no way you guys are gonna provoke me from getting away uh there's no way you guys are going to provoke me from disliking this uh, kid when he literally doesn't have anything around him. Like, no one knew no one knew who Josh Allen was before Josh Allen has to find Diggs. And look at Josh Allen was one of the best quarterbacks in the AFC. You know why? Because the the Bills gave him talent. They surrounded Josh Allen with talent. Daniel Jones doesn't have that. If you give da- if you put Daniel Jones in Buffalo, oh, Daniel Jones would ball out because he has re- he has receivers. Now he may not be as explosive, but he's he's not as di- he's not different from Josh Allen. Why do you, like why do you think a lot of people compare Josh Allen and Daniel Jones so much? Because they both. They're not, they're not that different from one another. The only difference between Josh Allen and Daniel Jones is that Josh Allen is a control freak and he can do whatever he wants with the football because he's that, he's that great of a quarterback. You know why? Because, you know, he has proved on the things that he should work on and he has proved that, hey, if I have talent around you know, around me, I can do whatever I want, and I can still take my team to a Super Bowl. Like, why do you think the Buffalo Bills are, why do you think a lot of people are saying the Bills are Super Bowl contenders? Because Josh Allen, especially we're in the quarterback's league now, Josh Allen, he he can do it all. So, I understand what you guys are telling me, but you guys are not going to provoke me. You guys are not gonna, you know, you guys are not going to reel me off the Daniel Jones bandwagon. Because I'm not going to dislike this kid when he literally doesn't have anything to play with besides Saquon Barkley and Darius Slayton. As I was saying, the Giants are gonna go into this game, they're gonna be ready, and I'm confident we will win this game. It's not going to be easy, though. You know, Washington, they are, you know, this is another good team. You know, they are going to be getting, they will get Chase Young back, but I'm confident the Giants will, I'm confident at the end of this game, the Giants will prevail and we will win this game and we will go 8-5 and and we will move up in the NFC uh, East standings. Give me the Giants. 
And I'm going to go to the Giants to win this game and win their first ever game in the NFC East. You know, and this is going to be a, a this is going to be a statement game. And this is going to be and Daniel Jones. He's going to prove to all of you that he still has what it takes to take a team to a Super Bowl. All right, guys, I'm, I'm going to side with my Giants. And you know why? Because that's the, that's the kind of fan I am. You know, I'm always going to support my team. You know, I'm going to go with the Giants. <clears throat> All right, guys. Let's head to uh, okay, guys. Let's head to uh, Monday Night Football. We got the Rams. The Rams are coming off a win over the Las Vegas Raiders. The Rams. They're gonna be going on the road. Um, they're gonna be playing the Green Bay Packers. This is gonna be a fun game to watch. Thank God. It, thank God this game's not on Prime Video. I'm gonna watch this game because this is gonna be a hell of a game to watch. Now Baker Mayfield looks like he's gonna be uh looks like he's gonna be the remaining starting quarterback. He's gonna be going up against Aaron Rodgers. This is going to be a this game could go either way in my opinion. But you know the Packers are at home, you know, and looking even though Baker Mayfield uh went into uh went in, went into that game against the Raiders and miraculously overcame, you know, uh, overcame a a loss. You know, this isn't, this isn't, this isn't their card. This is one of the best and one of the most talented quarterbacks at the quarterback position in Aaron Rodgers. I think the Packers will win this game. And I'm going to go with the Cheeseheads to go 6-8. and eight. I'm going to go with the Packers. Give me the Packers to win this game. I'm going to go with Green Bay, but... If Baker Mayfield somehow comes out with another crazy performance like he did against the Raiders, oh, that's crazy. That would be crazy. But I'm going to go with the Packers to win this game. And, yeah, guys, that is those are my picks for week number 15. Let me know how do you guys feel about my picks. Um, guys, I will be giving – I will be uh, going uh, – I will be uh, – I will be back. I will be uh, – Back on my uh, podcast, you know, and I'm going to give you guys my thoughts and my takes on the Giants and the Commanders game. You know, I hope you guys enjoyed this one, and I'll see you guys. I'm out. Peace.